It's Edmonton's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Hello, this is Mario Taniguzzi coming to you today with Edmonton's podcast, a member of Canada's Podcast Network, where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen in Edmonton, Alberta, so you can listen, discover, and engage. Today's guest is Lauren Derry, founder of Gus Sloan. Thanks uh, for coming on the show today, uh, Lauren, and thanks for taking the time to be here with our listeners. Oh, it's my pleasure. Tell us a little bit about Gus Sloan, its history, how it started, and what exactly it is. Yeah, so Gus Sloan is a ethical, slow fashion brand. Um, we focus on women's clothing, specifically uh, one-piece garments uh, that we call jumpsuits. And we just launched the company in September 2018, and it's been going really well. We we have a very limited collection. So we have one piece in our main collection. And then we also have limited edition releases uh, seasonally. So every few months. Yeah, it's been going really, really well. Everything is based right here in Edmonton. And I run most of the business myself with the exception of a team of local sewists who um, produce the garments out of their home studios. Tell me a little bit about why you got involved in this. Well, I'm actually a brand photographer by trade. Uh, so I've always had a creative itch. I always loved creative things. And when I was younger, I always wanted to make and design my own clothing. But it was just something that got lost along the way, I guess. I took the photography route instead. And then when I turned 30, you know, it just kind of... The idea came back to me and I decided that it was something I wanted to pursue. So I applied to fashion design school in Edmonton on a total whim and ended up getting accepted, which was really great and encouraging. Um, but at the time, logistically, with a family and a mortgage and all the everyday, you know, running a business and everything, I just couldn't make full-time school work. So I decided I would give myself one year to see if it's something I could teach myself. And then, yeah, so I did everything I could. I did online courses. I found mentors, a lot of trial and error. And 13 months later, the Gus Sloan business was launching. So it was a lot, but I'm very proud of it. What are the sort of the biggest challenges uh, of doing business in Edmonton right now? I think a big challenge just in my business is that sustainable and ethical fashion isn't quite well known in Edmonton. And I, I would think it's safe to say even in Alberta and maybe even Canada. Um, so it's kind of a new, not new, but it's, it's budding here in Canada. It's just that people aren't totally there yet. So I think it takes a lot more education around kind of how we produce clothing and how we do it differently um, versus all the big box stores and fast fashion and things like that. What about the benefits of doing business in Edmonton? Oh, well, Edmonton is amazing for entrepreneurs. I think just the support network. You know, there's people in the industry who didn't know me at all. And I'm, you know, really like in my infancy stages. And they just 
took me under their wing. You know, it's like this kind of sense of competition kind of goes out the window and people in Edmonton are just so willing to support and share knowledge. And we really want to see each other succeed. And I think that that is just so amazing. And I'm so grateful. Mm -hmm. Why would you recommend Edmonton uh, to people who want to start up a business? I think that for that exact reason, just that, you know, there's just so much support here and people really are wanting to have each other's backs and do what we can to see each other succeed. It's like, it's like where people come to make their dreams come true because there is that constant feeling of support versus, you know, that isolation that sometimes entrepreneurship can have. Mm-hmm. What's your um, vision for Gus Sloan uh, as you head forward? Yeah, I think the biggest thing, I mean, I, I, I think of it often as my mountaintop goal, but I'd love to see us open a production studio slash showroom space here in Edmonton and then eventually across Canada. Um, I think that, you know, we're really big on transparency and being open about how we produce our clothing and all the facets that go into that. So I'd love to have a space where if people wanted, they could come not only try on the clothes, but also see what we're doing and how we're doing it and kind of be a part of that process. Now, in hindsight, what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started? (laughs) A lot of things. There's a lot of growing pains, right? But I think, honestly, one of the biggest things is sourcing fabric. Sourcing fabric is a really, really hard thing to do, especially living in Canada with minimal you know, financial resources as a startup. And um, yeah, honestly, that's one of my, the biggest growing pains that we've had is around fabric, which is, I never thought that was going to be a big problem. <laughs> so now when you uh, look back on, on being an entrepreneur, I'm sure you've got a lot of uh, people talking to you and giving you advice, et cetera. What's the biggest, best piece of advice uh, you've ever received or being an entrepreneur? Oh, well, there's two. The first one is to always trust my gut. I think I have, you know, we all have this amazing gut instinct. And I think a lot of the time, uh, maybe when opportunities present themselves, they seem very big and shiny. And we kind of as entrepreneurs don't really want to say no to opportunities because we're scared that they're, we're going to miss out on something big. But I think just trusting your gut, if it doesn't feel right, then it likely isn't. And the other thing is my husband told me, so just a little bit of background about me. I'm a very, uh, I'm a feeler. I'm like, I'm very emotional and I, I react to situations. So he told me from the very beginning, he's like, you really have to try not to feel the lows too low or the highs too high. You need to try and stay neutral because the lows, you don't want them to get you down too far. And the highs, they might only last a small time, right? So. Great piece of advice, actually. I'll use it myself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you about uh, being an entrepreneur, obviously, is quite a busy time, challenging, stressful, etc. What do you do and, or, and where do you go maybe to, to uh, take a break, to recharge, maybe think of ideas in a, in a different way, in a different place? So I have two small children, ages five and three, and I'm home with them a lot. So, you know, not only being a business owner, but having my young family to take care of. It's just a lot going on. So honestly, I like to, when I can, just get out by myself. There's tons of local places in Edmonton for like amazing coffee shops, um, independent coffee shops and restaurants and all those things that 
sometimes I just need a break from the chaos and to have just some quiet thinking time. So Edmonton's a great place for that because there's so many amazing independent places to go. If you weren't doing what you're doing now, what do you think you, you would do for a profession, a career? Well, I still have my photography business on the side. I'm not marketing it anymore because Gus Sloan takes up so much more of my time. But honestly, if, if I wasn't uh, pursuing the Gus Sloan in the whole fashion brand, I would, I would just lean back into my photography business. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask you a kind of few personal type questions. Uh, Everybody has a bucket list these days. Is there anything that sits atop your bucket list right now? Yes. Um, um, So Europe is the place for learning and absorbing everything sustainable fashion because they're the pioneers and innovators. So there's a few courses, sustainable fashion courses that I've been eyeing. And honestly, I would just love to go soak up all of their knowledge and expertise and bring it back to Canada and, you know, bring their innovations here and integrate them into the business. That would be amazing. Any particular places in Europe? So Italy has a lot, um, you know, Italy is pretty much the fashion capital of the world. So they, um, they have a lot there and also in London. So there's lots of, there's lots of opportunities, but again, you know, with with a small family at home and all the responsibilities of entrepreneurship, it's hard to take even a month off to go and do that. So we'll see. What um, book are you currently reading? So I've been reading Brene Brown's Dare to Lead book, and it's fantastic. Really anything Brene Brown is great. But also a book I read recently that I come back to over and over again, it's called a book called Overdressed, and it's by Elizabeth Klein. And it kind of evaluates the fast fashion climate and it's very very interesting i'd recommend it to anyone if you had one word uh to describe yourself what would it be and why i would pick ambitious just because i've never i've never let the fear of failure really get in my way i've always just gone after my dreams and chased them and hunted them and yeah, I think it just always comes down to ambition. Okay, then. Now, outside of Edmonton, is there a favorite place in the world that you like to go and spend time at? I think my favorite place in the world is France. I've only visited France once, but it's, it's kind of my love language. It's a very different way of living. You know, they're, very, they're more intentional and slow about their way of life. And I have such a deep appreciation for that. Now, uh, we're creatures of routine. Uh, Is there any kind of daily routine or ritual that you do every single day that you don't deviate from at all? I should say no, because (laughs) every day looks so different with all of my different responsibilities. You know, some days I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom, and some days I have two hours of childcare so that I can work, and it's kind of all over the place. But the one thing that I try and do every night unless I'm out of town is after the kids go to sleep, I take some time just by myself and kind of debrief. What did I accomplish today? What did I want to accomplish that I didn't, you know, I go over my calendar and kind of my objectives for the next day. And I think it kind of helps me just to keep that focus when everything is kind of chaotic in my life. Um, Even if it's just for a short time every night, it, 
it kind of <laughs> gives me the hope that tomorrow I'll be able to accomplish what I need to. Okay. I'm going to ask, uh, well, present to you a scenario here and um, get your thoughts on. So imagine a small, beautiful tropical island in the middle of the ocean with only one phone booth and no internet. And we're going to drop you off there with no technology at all. At any time, you can use that one phone booth on the island to call the boat to come pick you up. Now, two things. How long do you think you would last before making that phone call? And secondly, what do you think you'd be doing, you know, while you were there? Well, it sounds like a very idealistic situation. <laughs> um, am I all by myself on the island? <laughs> yeah, let's say yes. Okay. If I'm all by myself, I think I would last, uh, actually, I think I could easily last two weeks. I think at the two-week point, I'm pretty good about um, disconnecting from, you know, the internet and our toys and all that stuff. I think the missing of my family and like wondering, are the businesses okay? Are they on fire? Like what's happening? <laughs> I think that would be really hard, but I'm really good about when I'm on vacation, like allowing myself to be on vacation. I think that it's important to kind of rest and recharge. So maybe a week and a half to two weeks, I think I could do it. Okay, great. Now, is there anything uh, that you would like to add, uh, Lauren, before you leave us today? Well, I think that, you know, two major points for me as an entrepreneur is I don't think it's ever too late to follow your dreams. And I think with that comes my other favorite point is that, you know, it's okay if your path changes. I don't think we're meant to be on the same path forever. I think as we change as people, it just naturally like shifts and opportunities come up and things change. So I think just as, you know, from an entrepreneur standpoint, those are two things that I really try and remember and follow for myself. Okay. Thanks, Lauren, for being our guest today on Edmonton's podcast. Thank you. Hey there. Thanks for taking the time today to listen to Edmonton's podcast on Canada's podcast network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes. And then connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn at Canada's Podcast. You can also check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. See you next time.